Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome, everybody. The response today from the Biden administration to OPEC Plus announcing production cuts was to once again release some barrels of oil from the U.S. Strategic Petroleum Reserve. That's what they did earlier this year when the Ukraine-Russia war blew up into high gas prices. They're going to release 10 million more barrels. That's going to probably make about a one cent difference in what you pay. So (laughs) one cent. (laughs) Well, I'm just throwing out a number, but I remember reading analysts say it makes a very small dent in uh, the gas. prices. Yeah, it's it's to get a headline. That's all. Oh, we're fighting back. We're taking steps. I think it's strange for people looking here in California at our horrible run, run and up in gas prices in the last couple of weeks. But actually, the price of oil on the world market has been dropping. So OPEC Plus has decided, uh, and that's what some are accusing the refiners here in California of doing, to just cut production back. It's kind of weird that as the... To pinch demand. As the world oil price drops, our uh, prices go up. But if the world oil prices go up, our prices aren't going to go up too. So our prices only go up when the world oil drops. Well, what's the real mystery is they they went up earlier this year when we had the big run-up, like the rest of the country did. Remember, some of the country's states states hit four or five dollars a gallon. They were freaking out, and then we went down, and then but suddenly in the last month we've gone back up again. Yeah, went up a dollar in the last two weeks. It's uh, as of uh, last article I'm looking at from the LA Times as of four p.m. The price is now about six fifty a gallon in the state, even higher in LA City and County. And drill this into your head. The price is three dollars and twenty three cents higher here than Cal- than Florida, three twenty three. Three twenty three a gallon, just about double. Yeah, so they're paying half as much in Florida as we're paying here. It means that over the course of a year, if you use a twenty gallon tank of gas a week, you're going to pay three thousand dollars more in gas than somebody similar in Florida. Three thousand dollars a year. And obviously, much of this is driven by uh, Governor Newsom's policies and the legislature's policies. So if you want to hear a uh, fun debate, 
over California gas prices. Go back and listen to the John and Ken podcast from the three o'clock hour. Our guest was a professor at UC Berkeley, Severin Borenstein. Yeah. Right now, the other day we had on a uh, the Assembly Republican leader, James Gallagher from Yuba City, a Republican. And John was challenging him that there's so many problems in California and people here are really suffering, but they vote for the same same people in the Democrat Party. We're a one-party rule state. So you were kind of saying they have to do something. They have to really wake people up. Today, at a news conference in Sacramento, California Republican leaders, and that included James Gallagher, rolled out what they're calling the California Promise. Catchy name, but what does it mean? We're going to talk now to Assemblyman Vince Fong from Bakersfield, also a Republican, for more on this event. Vince, thanks for coming on. Uh, Thanks for having me again. All right, what's this about? What's in it? Well, we are offering Californians a clear vision of what we would do if Republicans got more elected officials in Sacramento and if we actually ever uh, were able to get the, the majority. But the Democrats, as you indicated before, have had majorities in Sacramento. They have been in one-party rule, and Californians have watched California change before their eyes, and it hasn't gotten better. And so we aren't going to sit back and do nothing. We're going to give Californians a choice, a clear back-to-basics platform. So we are going to fix the economy. We promise to reverse excessive fees, regulations, and taxes. You talked about gas prices. That's a clear fundamental reason why gas prices are higher in California and the rest of the country. We're going to fund our police. Public safety is our number one priority right now. You see that throughout uh, communities throughout California. We're going to focus on quality education, you know, keep our schools open, keep good teachers, take on, uh, you know, the special interests that have taken money away from the classroom. And we're going to deal with homelessness, finally. We're, we're going to get people off the street. Uh, we promise to do that. And we're going to address addiction and mental illness. And we're going to build infrastructure. We promise to take the budget that we have and fix water infrastructure and build new storage facilities. And lastly, we're going to make major investments. And we promise to focus on creating a fire-safe California, wildfire prevention, streamlining regulations, minimizing the fire danger that, that currently exists. If you give Republicans a chance to lead, these are the things that we're going to do. All right, let's talk about the gas prices, because that, that is the big story of the day. Six fifty a gallon on average in California. It's uh, $3.23 less in Florida. What, what specifically would you do if you had the power in Sacramento to lower well, that one, price? Absolutely. Well, one, we would temporarily suspend the gas tax right now, take off uh, close to $0.60 cents off uh, the price of gasoline. We would approve the permits that would allow for more in-state domestic oil and natural gas production that we really need at this very moment. The governor wants to deflect and distract Californians from the consequences of his own energy policies. I mean, what do you expect when demand goes up and the, um, our, our, the governor of California and the president of the United States is attacking the very energy sources that we need? And so when the governor wants to complain, when Newsom wants to complain that our, our foreign dependence on, on oil is going up, well, why is that? It's because he's crushing domestic energy production in California, and he's forcing refineries, and he's forcing all of us to go abroad into a very volatile energy market and buy energy from countries that don't like us. You're in Bakersfield. I mean, that's yes. uh, maybe the oil capital of uh, California. How much? How many uh, oil wells uh, can you not get permits for? We have 
We have over a thousand permits right now sitting before the governor's desk. And in, in, for context, Kern County, which I represent, generates 70% of the state's oil production and more than 90% of the state's natural gas. And what's important in this whole conversation is that California is an energy island. So what I mean by that is, let's say oil production goes up in Texas, it goes up in the Midwest, it goes up in other states. That oil and energy doesn't come to California because of the lack of infrastructure, the lack of pipelines, transportation costs. So California has to produce it ourselves. So I've always said we need California energy produced by Californians for Californians. Uh, I don't understand a philosophy where they're trying to cut oil production and all their other, all their other policies to you know, stop greenhouse gases from getting into the atmosphere when we're going to end up using oil anyway made somewhere else. It's all the same atmosphere. Has anybody ever addressed that, the idiocy of this policy? They're we not, have reminded the news administration of how tone-deaf his policies are. His energy policies make no sense in the real world. I mean, just, just a few days ago, the governor is calling for a tax on energy production. So just think of it, right? Jeez. We need energy production. We need more domestic energy production. And he wants to tax the very industry that produces affordable and dependable energy and, but, and he thinks the price is going to go down. Okay, but his yeah, alternatives... It's hardly affordable at the moment in California between electricity and gas. It's very expensive. His alternatives aren't working because they can't get what they need out of the solar and wind. The price of uh, energy here is electricity, 76% higher than the rest of the country. They, they, we almost had a series of blackouts just a few weeks ago. We don't have charging stations for this electric vehicle paradise that he's planning. I mean, there is, as he's dismantling the oil industry, dismantling our ability to get affordable gasoline or affordable electricity, there's nothing to replace it. There's no infrastructure there to replace it. I don't understand. You're 110% right, and, it, and all of those consequences are because of Newsom. Those are all of his policies. He's forcing everyone to go to an unreliable electricity grid. He's creating unreliable energy sources. At a time when you know wind and solar doesn't, when wind and solar doesn't uh, doesn't occur at night, right? We need baseload, consistent, continuous energy. So where does that come from? It comes from natural gas. That comes from imported energy from other states, which of course is coal and natural gas, and it's nuclear. The reason why Governor Newsom flipped on extending the nuclear power plant off the Central Coast is he knew that if 10 percent of the electricity went away, there was nothing to replace it. Everything that I have read by anybody who follows this, whether they are, are fanatical about global warming or don't care, no matter where they stand on the spectrum, whether they want this new future or not, they all agree that we have no infrastructure ready at all as we phase out fossil fuels. Absolutely. So I, what do they think in Sacramento is going to happen? Because they have all these deadlines looming. I mean, they're, they're claiming in four years we're supposed to be buying 35% electric vehicles. How could you possibly do that by 2026? I mean, it's really three years away, three years and three months. How, th th there's hardly any electrical chargers around. I don't understand this. What you do they think is going to happen? You can't. If you read the reports from Governor Newsom's own agencies, they say that his own policies are not feasible. 
I mean, we don't have the infrastructure. I mean, just this year, the governor all of a sudden realized that something that we've been telling him for years, which is the electricity grid is unreliable. And it's unreliable because of him and his policies. And so all he does is he pushes everyone onto an unreliable electricity grid. So he wants everyone to buy electric cars, and then the very next day he's, he's, got, he's announcing flex alerts and that the power is going to go out. And to don't charge your cars and to don't, charge, and to don't use your appliances. Well, are they insane in the legislature? That's a serious question. Are they nuts? They are out of touch. That would probably be the nicer way of putting it. But they don't – nothing that they are advocating, when it, especially in the energy space, makes any sense. Californians are getting crushed right now, and, and gasoline prices are clearly the, one of the biggest reasons why. But the, when the price of the gasoline goes up, everything goes up. Food prices go up. Electricity costs go up. I mean, the price of the cost of necessities just to live in California is going through the roof because of the higher price of energy and gasoline. Well, I why hope- don't people then vote this way, Vince? I mean, as you said, one-party rule. You guys seem to have all the right issues, crime, homelessness, education, water, wildfires. What is it about the California voters? Is it the culture wars? Is it they were always sold on, oh, the Republicans are anti-abortion, they're anti-gay people, anti-transgender people. I can't vote for them ever. What's the block here? Well, I think Californians have, are waking up. They're tired of seeing everything, and now they're looking at their their daily life. I mean, they're, they're unsafe neighborhoods. They're they're poor schools, the infrastructure breaking down, homelessness on the street, the, the drought intensifying. I mean, California is defined by crisis, but everything can change. Californians have a choice. So if Californians are tired of the status quo, then give Republicans a chance. Change direction. It doesn't have to be this way. All right. Thanks for talking to us. We appreciate it. Thank you so much. All right, Assemblyman Vince Fong, Republican from Bakersfield. John and Kent Show, KFI AM640, live everywhere in the iHeartRadio app. A reminder that tomorrow, well, not tomorrow, day after tomorrow, during this very time, we will bring you the Moist Line, people. You want to be a part of that, you're invited to leave a message. You can use the iHeartRadio app, that's the little microphone icon, to leave your message, or you can call the toll-free number, 1-877-MOIST-86. That's 1-877-664-7886. Seven eight eight six. We were just talking to a Republican assemblyman by the name of Vince Fong, uh, one of the few left in Sacramento on the Republican Party side. They held an event today where they were trying to reach out to Californians. It's like that contract with America thing. It's right. their answer to all the problems. And we continue to uh, frustrate ourselves here at the show. Well, we put out a voter guide, but it, it, the one-party rule, which has been going on for far too long in this state now, is clearly not sending us in the right direction on almost every issue that, when people are asked, matters. Inflation and gas prices and homelessness and crime, all in the wrong direction. They're all, everybody- are people really still voting on those ridiculous, irrelevant national issues? I just saw a commercial for, I, I realize she's running for Congress, which has a little more relevancy, but in a Democrat run for Congress in Orange County. They take away our right to choose. Do not let them do this. The Supreme Court must be stopped. It's like, this is what people are really worked up about. This is all right. This is my disconnect from the world. I'm thinking maybe it's me. Everybody that I know, most of the people that we hear from, uh, from the listeners, they're upset. There's three things pissing them off: the homelessness by far here, the crime, the inflation. Right? I mean, just those three issues alone. uh, The the people's uh, 
discomfort is, is, at, is at record levels here. People aren't just mildly upset. They're really upset with the prices, like the price of gas, right? They're really upset with the homeless. They're really upset with, with, with crime here. They're scared. Are they? Well, I mean, the, the people I know and I talk to, no, you know, but that's that's a sample. That's well, okay. cherry picking, right. so to speak. But what I say, I don't run into anybody who. Well, everybody's life is cherry picking. What I'm saying is, I don't know. I live. I live in a, in a left wing uh, area. But when they do the polling, it's like oh, people think we're going in the wrong direction, which is so mild, you know. Uh, okay. But what I'm saying is, I don't hear anybody talking about abortion. Nobody I know is talking about trans rights. Nobody I know really is talking about Trump anymore. They, they consider him to be, you know, yesterday's news. So I don't, I don't understand what people. But we can't go by people you talk to. I don't think that's representative of the entire state and I, how it votes. I'm just telling you my experience in life. Do you know people? No, I don't either. But I don't, I don't matter right. much more than you on All this right. topic. But the broad of people poll, we know. But the broad polls say that in California, homelessness, crime, inflation are the top issues in the state. The economy's. The top that issues. they do. That's what the broad polls say. But that's not how and people the, vote. Oh, okay. They're and, not connecting right. the two. And in my experience, as small as it may be, uh-huh. match the broad polling. So where's the breakdown? Where's yeah. the breakdown in these people where they're but your voting? your experience is to change all this, and that does not match what actually happens. People are not changing this. They're not changing who's running. Well, who do they're not they, changing who's winning. Where do they think all these issues come from? I mean, look at the city of L.A., the dump that it's become. And yet it looks like people are going to elect a woman who's just going to keep up the same dump. I'm just, I marvel at this. Right. I remember back in the 90s, you know, when Richard Reardon ran, people were wondering if he had a chance. He was a businessman. But there were problems with the gang crime. It wasn't a homelessness problem then, but there was all sorts of problems with stuff like gang crime. And he won. But that's 30 years ago. I... I think that but the look, people that would have voted to change are a lot of them are gone. But look at all the people. Look at what's and the going ones on. that are left have just become passive. They'll tell you in a conversation, right. "Yeah, yeah, this is horrible. Right. This is awful." So why are we different? Whether they vote, I always vote Democrat. I got to keep voting Democrat. Why are we Those different are than people. the rest? Why are we different from the rest of the country? There's going to be big changes in Washington D.C. in November. There's there, there's going to be a major shift coming up. Right. And there so, might be two or three House seats in California that change. That's right. about it. Okay. So what is it about here where we have the worst of everything? Because the other states don't have the crime we do. We have a majority of the homeless in the country. We have double the gas rates in the country. We have double the electricity rates in the country. Other, right. they're, they're not dealing with terrible gas prices in the rest of the country. It's, it's three bucks. It's higher than it used to be. It used to be two, but it's still affordable. Here, we're, we're talking about six, seven, eight. This is what I don't understand. They're not putting up with $3 back east. They're pissed off. We're putting up with eight? Yeah. I, I just, it's, it's just shocking here. And, I mean, and the yeah. thing is here, it's not theoretical. You can directly tie the difference between our gas prices and the gas prices back east to our government policies and taxes. It's a direct line. It's not theoretical. It's not a political spin. They actually mandate a lot of the price increase. It's what they wanted. It was the point of their policies. They succeeded. 
somehow they've convinced a lot of these California voters that California is on the forefront of change, protecting women's right to choose, protecting the environment. And that seems to be all they care about. They might tell you privately when you talk to them, oh, the crime and the homelessness, but maybe they think that that's a local issue when they vote for these statewide offices. You, they don't think about those issues. You know, you know, a couple of things I saw. Uh, uh, climate change interests 2% of the country. 2%. I saw this in two different polls, including a Gallup poll. It's, yeah, it's, it's like, higher in California, though. I've uh, seen yeah, polls. I, I understand. I'm just comparing California to the rest of the country. Right. And then the abortion issue, They, I read an article today that tracks Google interest, right? Uh, people typing in abortion-related terms. There was a spike for a short time after that Supreme Court decision. Now it's down to the old levels from early in the year. People are much less, less interested in the issue, and it's also way low on your list of what's important to me. So those things are not interesting in most of the other 49 states. I, I, you know, do people really have those obsessions here? And why do they have those? They're, they're irrelevant to what's really happening in people's day-to-day lives. I, I just... I know, we're flummoxed. We're, we're, we're weird species here. All right, John and Ken Show, KFI AM 640, live everywhere in the iHeartRadio app. All right, a reminder that our voter guide is up on the website. It's been there for almost a week. Go to KFIAM640.com, the John and Ken page, and you will see a link to our voter guide. All seven ballot props will tell you how you should vote. A number of the races, including, of course, the governor's race, the attorney general's race, the sheriff's race in L.A. County, of course, and sad news there, according to polling, it looks like it's going to be uh, tough for Sheriff Ian Nueva to hold on to uh, his position as sheriff of L.A. County. Polls could be wrong. They could undercount the reality. But I'm just telling you what they're showing. He could be down by as many as 10 points in that race to retain his job as L.A. County sheriff. We have to remember that very few people actually vote. It really is true. When it comes to a presidential election like in 2020, yeah, there's a pretty good turnout. It reaches and it did reach like a record level. But when you're talking about these in-between elections, it's it's low, which is kind of sad because you'd think that those would be the people that know the most and are the most engaged well, in that, all the problems, and well, they would be the ones that vote. That's what's baffling. Why would, you, why, why would you even bother to vote? Why would you pay attention if you were content and happy? It must mean, with all the terrible things going on in, in the L.A., Southern California area, it must mean that you're upset about stuff, right? Yeah. So you're upset about it, and then you go vote for the people who have brought you the mess. <laughs> There's some kind of breakdown, and I can't figure it out. I, we've, we've, had, we've had plenty of uh, revolts here in California where people were unhappy with something, and they voted differently. And same thing in other states where, where, where government is controlled back and forth, one side or the other, when people get fed up with one party or the other. And it's the only state where it doesn't matter how bad it gets. They just vote for more of these guys. All right. There's a pretty cool story tonight in the Daily Mail about how Ukrainians, and I guess they're really feeling uh, the victory because they're already starting to take retaliatory action against uh, sometimes their leaders, political officials, others inside their country who turned and became Russian sympathizers. Uh, They're talking about another. uh, Here's one guy, 
Voldemir Saldo, who's the former mayor of the key city of Kherson in Ukraine. He apparently was one of a handful of Moscow sympathizers plucked from the political margins. He was handed Russian passports and placed into positions of power. Three weeks after the full-scale invasion in February, he posted on social media that Kherson is my soul, Kherson is Ukraine. But a few months later, he was in Moscow at the Kremlin, signing over his home region into Putin's hands. Well, a couple of months ago, he he got his just reward. Uh, he apparently was, uh, they tried to poison him. He suffered a poisoning attempt two months ago after being rushed into a hospital for treatment in Crimea. His mind began to cloud. His fingers went numb. He ate food made by a new chef. There have been at least 29 suspicious deaths starting in March. The mayor of a town in Luhansk suffered a gunshot wound to the heart after being abducted from his home. Yeah. See, both it's, sides don't kid around. And no. that's why we had, remember, the origins of hacking a dumpster is the Ukrainian mob. And, and what they were doing that day was they were throwing in a member of parliament who was sympathetic to Russian rule. Mm, yeah. So... This is just another example of that taken to a much wider level because now that the Russians invaded, oh, this Ukrainian mob is really worked up over any traitors. We saw that as a funny gag a few years ago. And that's why we adapted it for hacking a dumpster. It's like, look at these angry Ukrainians upset with this this Russian uh, sympathizer. And they thought he was in a blue suit and they threw him in the trash. They poured water on him. It was it was funny. I had no idea it would blow up into this. I mean, that all that sentiment would, would on yeah, both sides. Yeah, that's like 10 years ago, and that, yeah. that clearly was just a countdown to what eventually happened, Russia invading Ukraine, and the Ukrainians saying, no way, you're not getting this country. But, I, I think this shows, if they're doing this, they're confident enough that they're doing well in this war, that they're already rounding up the traitors and punishing them. Well, it looks like the Russian soldiers are, are just running away. In, in great numbers, because I saw another headline. It was in the Daily Mail that Ukraine grabbed a, another whole bunch of cities that right. was uh, that the Russians were holding. So they are definitely in retreat, and uh, they're on the run. And the, so the big issue is, is, uh, is Putin going to launch a nuke in, in, in some way? Because he, he's not winning. He's not winning the ground war. This is over now. It's just a yeah, matter of time. It is a matter of time. So, they have launched investigations into 1,300 suspected traitors. They've launched 450 hey. prosecutions. But as I mentioned, a few, uh, one guy got his car blown well, up. Look, you see the Russian military barging into your country, right? You want to defect. You want to sign on with the winning team because you know the Russians are going to come and are going to come and get you, and you're going to be thrown in a cell. That's what and happened. Tortured. Right? Some of them thought, and they believed all the hype that Russia is going to take this country in days. Right. I better, you know, so, get get in line with the inevitable. I don't want to be a Russian prisoner of war. You right. know, I don't want a spike impaled through my chest. So it's like, okay, I'll sign on with the with the with the new crew. I'm there for you. Yeah, you go to right, you've already go, taken back dozens of these towns that Putin annexed. You go to the Kremlin, you kiss the ring, you, you become part of the new team. <laughs> uh, except you bet wrong. Yeah, yeah. that's the way and it now goes. You're gonna pay for it. Yeah. Should not One get... woman pictured apparently was a uh, a former actress who sells dumplings and sausages online. She became the mayor of a town as Putin's patsy, they called her. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're after her, too. 
Yeah, so they're already rounding up the traitors. You got it. <laughs> and it's worse than the dumpster. Oh, no. Was happening both sides are really You're into... lucky if you get prison. Some of them are being killed. No, yeah, both sides are into ugly torture. I read today what the, the Ukrainian soldiers are now doing to Russians that they find. It's Oh, yeah, because a lot of these stories about what the Russians did to uh, torture the Ukrainians they yeah, captured. Yeah, so. it's, it, it, it's vicious stuff. And uh, they, they don't fool around there. Remember um, in um, when Yugoslavia was breaking apart back in the 90s? Yeah. And, and the uh, Slavs, not the Slavs, the Serbs and the Croatians were fighting each other. And remember they had a civil war and one side would kill the other and then they'd cut the guy's head off and then they'd kick the head around like a soccer ball. <laughs> I forget if that was the Serbs or the Croats, one of them. It's what they did to each other. They'd play soccer with the heads of the people they captured. We thought the Mexican cartels were particularly rough. Yeah, so this, <laughs> this is the big leagues here. Yeah. The, the Ukrainians <laughs> and the Russians. All right, Johnny Kenshaw. KFI AM640 live everywhere in the iHeartRadio app. Well, there's another one of those great stories that uh, tells you just how made up and hypocritical our government can be. This time it's not Sacramento, it's Washington, D.C., as you know, just around, well, over a year ago, we were pulling out of Afghanistan. And uh, one of the things we did besides getting our own troops out of that country, we allowed some Afghans to migrate to the United States. They were probably a risk of being killed. Hundreds of Afghans were airlifted into the United States from that country during the big evacuation in August of 2021. And one of the things the government tried to do was say, well, before you are released into American communities uh, to live with someone or to get some sort of aid or to set up your life, uh, well, we still have a pandemic. So you've got to be vaccinated. I remember we talked about this in 2021 with regards to what else was happening at the border with Texas. We had so many migrants coming here from countries like Haiti. Remember all that? Unvaccinated. They're all released unvaccinated. But, you know, with the Afghans, they were trying to be different since they were sort of controlling the flood, since they were airlifting them out and bringing them here and setting them up in a place before they were released. These were like military base camps. The, the, the idea was to get them vaccinated. Well, a new Inspector General report says that many left and nobody knows that they ever got the vaccine. And the reason that this is incredibly hypocritical is that the Department of Homeland Security was really on top of Border Patrol agents being vaccinated. They were constantly making sure that the Border Patrol agents, because you know, there was a mandate that federal employees had to be vaccinated. And so why were, I mean, that just shows you the, the, the disparity and the stupidness of their policy and that they didn't do anything strict about the Afghans, but, you know, they made sure, oh, Border Patrol agents had to be vaccinated. You could be suspended from the job. Oh, this is critical to uh, the health uh, well, of all of our employees and our workforce. But they, they, they didn't care about the Afghan nationals. And, and right now, the Biden administration is starting the process to fire government workers who didn't get vaccinated, including some employees at Homeland Security, which is the department that allowed the Afghans to go free and unvaccinated. Yeah, it's absurd. Why is people still fighting this war on vaccination? I don't know. So the investigators couldn't say exactly how many Afghans avoided vaccination, but the Homeland Security Department reported that uh, probably fewer than 600 walked away without the shots. 
in the early weeks of the evacuation. Others walked out of military base camps before final clearance, a process that was supposed to ensure they were vaccinated as well as getting them acclimated to their new homes. Well, at this point, it doesn't matter. But why are they still going after uh, the Americans who work for the Border Patrol? I mean, how stupid is everybody here? Just give it up. It's over. Yeah, really pandemic is no history. Sense. It's past. Stop. What, what, are you going to be uh, doing witch hunts on people who didn't get a shot two and a half years ago? I, I don't know. Are they still doing that in California, too, and in L.A. and LAPD and the fire department? They're still chasing after people I don't that know. refuse their vaccination mandates. Remember, the sheriff's department had the same situation going on. Yeah. I don't know what the outcome. The, uh, you know, everybody, because the, because the uh, crisis is over, the pandemic is over. Nobody's covering this stuff anymore. I just hope people aren't being chased and being disciplined or fired. They should be. But we know from stories we've done that they were still going after businesses that defied lockdown orders. Right. They're still trying to chase after them. I, I, I know. The, 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 these are such fanatics. I don't know what else, what other word to use. These people are completely unhinged. Just let and it go. Like, well, what will happen the next time? If we allow anybody to be an exception to Look, our prosecution, then people feel like they can get away with it. I, I, I don't, yeah, well, I don't think you, you can understand that if on one, one issue you're shouting about uh, freedom to control your own body, that works on other issues, too. You just can't force people to take injections. <laughs> just stop it. That's, uh, you know, that's that it. That really is, uh, you know, uh, Nazi Germany. You can't force people to take injections no you got to simmer down on that uh meanwhile from the uh world of government employment five current or former irs employees have been charged with defrauding the federal covid relief money <laughs> um these were schemes to defraud that old paycheck protection program remember that <coughs> something else called the economic injury disaster loan program that one I never heard of these were designed to help uh, businesses. Uh, they supposedly did this. Uh, and they're IRS employees, so I guess they had sort of an inside track to know how to file the uh, proper paperwork. Yeah, I know. IRS employees. They submitted false and fraudulent loan applications that collectively sought over a million dollars. They used the loan funds for purposes not authorized, including, oh, of course, cars, luxury goods, personal travel, and trips to good old Sin City, Las Vegas. See, that's where you can double your money. It's a way to launder it. Right? Yes. As we found out with city councilmen who went there and used uh, casino chips to try to... All the criminals end up in Las Vegas. ...launder their bribes. Anybody who stole public money, you run it through Las Vegas. <laughs> what did I hear today? The fraudsters are now uh, focused on Florida because that's where the government handouts are. Oh, of course. <laughs> For right. the hurricane, yeah. You mean hurricane relief and yeah, hurricane relief. Whatever, whatever uh, government aid you could apply for to help you out in the hurricane in Florida. Well, there's uh, suddenly a lot of interest from people all over the world uh, that are going to be uh, pretending they're in Florida and they just had their house uh, blown down. It's oh, amazing. It's... it's amazing how many people in Nigeria owned waterfront uh, on uh, Sanibel Island. I mean, who knew? Well, we'll learn the same lesson we learned with the COVID money. If they're in a hurry to get the money out to people, uh, then they won't do much checking. And they're going to be because the people out there are, are desperate, right? I mean, they're, they're literally standing in the hot sun and they don't know what to do. They're homeless. They got, yeah. yeah, they're homeless. They got nowhere to go.
And so they're going to rush out the money. And now you got the fraudsters, you know, in uh, in Croatia. Or, uh, follow the news. They know when to strike. Uh, Conway's here. Hey now, hey now. Hey, Steve Gregory's coming on with us. That's always cool, right? Yes. He's a good, solid reporter, right? What the hell? And then uh, North Korea, um, who was, uh, you know, they, they threw two missiles over uh, Japan. So the U.S. response to that is taking a U.S. Car- aircraft carrier and sticking it right in their backyard. That'll show them. That'll show them, John. We got, <laughs> we got to fire something. That's right. And then the protester. You saw that game. I know, uh, Ken, you're a Rams fan. You saw that game where the, uh, the protester got tackled. Well, they didn't show it, but you had to see the videos that yes. came out later. And, uh, anyway. Live TV did not show that whole scene. They just talked about it, what was going on down the field. But isn't that one of the biggest oversights in the history of the world where everyone in the stands and everyone at home wants to see it and, no, and they don't show it? Because they think it encourages the behavior. They want to be on TV. Right, Don't but, let people see it. Right, but that we want more of that behavior. <laughs> it's like a car chase, yeah, right? Yeah, you want guys every game coming on and running right. around and getting well, tackled by right. professional football players. No, if they're going to get... Uh, uh, the best Rams play of the night for a miserable game. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> they get blasted by a linebacker. Yeah, I'd pay just to watch that. That's the only tackle they made yeah. all night. Uh-huh. Um, but anyway, so the the uh, the guy that got tackled is filing a police complaint against the Rams. Oh, okay. Yeah, what <laughs> we'll a, see where yeah, that goes. We live in a backwards world, what a man. Wuss. Nah. Yeah, that is kind of crazy. And then Alec Baldwin settles the with the family uh, over the uh, cinema cinematographer that was killed on uh, Russ said. Oh, good, so we can finish the movie. Yes. Like that matters. They like are finishing idiots. it. I was. They're finishing I, the Stopey movie. I know. That they probably think they're going to get a, a big box office Oh, because it. people are aware of the movie. Right. Yes, right. probably. Yeah, everybody knows about it. Well, they're not going to see her die in the movie. Mm, did I no, something? no, they're not going to not going to see any her die. They're not, I don't know. I don't know anything about the movie. Um, I know. It's a Western. It's an old Western. They're all right? the same. Yeah. Um, and he's like the old sheriff, and he has to have a shootout with the bad guys who want to take over the town, something like that. Well, is that right? Okay. Well, that sounds interesting. Uh, anyway, the uh, uh, American chess sensation also accused of cheating dozens more times than previously, uh, previously uh, uh, admitted to. Yeah. Did he use more anal beads? That's my favorite one. <laughs> they vibrate to tell him what move. Is that right? Oh, I didn't know you that. Didn't yeah, that? they were connected to like a computer oh. algorithm that was trying to track that. Right. right. So the beads vibrated, and he knew to move the pawn. My wife got me the low-end version of that. <laughs> For what? Nothing, you, mo- nothing vibrates. You For use gambling? You ah, use- just fun. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Oh, I was going to say, you could use it for poker. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> help things. Poker. Blackjack. Yeah. Barely even know her. All right. Ding dong. Ding dong. All right. Oh, right. I right. turned to my grandfather here. <laughs> yeah, really? <laughs> wow. A joke from the 40s. <laughs> Liquor. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Yes, it's a man that appreciates jokes. All right, ding dong. Uh, yeah, here we go. Crusher is the news. GFI, KSD, HD2, Los Angeles, Orange County, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. Ch-ch-ch-chumba. Chumba.com. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. conditions apply. See website for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.